Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of Licorice Pizza. My name is Daniel and joining me today are my favorite toppings. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say my delivery men, but I also that, didn't like the way any... I don't like the them, way any of this sounds. I'll both be honest of them with you. sounded sexual. Both of them don't sound great. Yeah. Uh, Anthony. Hello. And Shabazz. Buongiorno. Now, Shay, if you were to be a topping on a pizza, what yeah. would you be? I, I, you know, I'm a big fan of like beef. I like, I like nice ground beef on a pizza. You're just, okay. you're just dead meat. Yeah. Dead well, meat on I mean, the pizza. You, is there any time you put alive meat? Do you just put a live fish on your pizza? No, or but a live just, pig on it. Like you, you could have picked a different topping for like yourself. What? I don't know, like a what mushroom. Oh, I was gonna be um, it's gonna be green pepper. Oh, you're gonna be a dead vegetable, huh? Well, well I mean, all vegetables are. Not are a, sorry, vegetables are alive. Yeah, but once you pick them off the vine, yeah. So, but they're they're the, nicer the same to look at. As is them. Okay, they're nicer to look at. Also, they didn't really like. Have a life. As long as you're not putting licorice on your pizza, that's all that matters. Oh, what topping are you, Daniel? Ah, uh, man, let me tell you, I am. I'll just go with pepperoni. Yeah, I was. I'll go say, classic. You're a, you're a pepperoni. I love pepperoni. I think another dead meat. It's another dead meat. It's for sure a dead meat. But like I like we established, the only type of dead meat or any meat I want my pizza, I want it to dead. be dead. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want to work for my pizza. You know, I want pizza to work for me. As always. <laughs> You can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday and watch out throughout the week for review episodes just like this one and all the latest movies and series. Make sure to follow the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd at the movie podcast right into the show at hello at the moviepodcast.ca and join our discord. All of our show notes and more will be in the link below. So make sure you check that out. Some quick announcements before we get to our review of Paul Thomas Anderson's licorice pizza uh we have some great reviews out right now on the movie podcast feed we're doing a little time travel right now this review is coming out the week of december 24th so the week of christmas you're getting a lovely gift of licorice pizza in your stocking but by now i'm a little jealous of those listening because by now you've probably already watched spider-man you've already watched no way home you know what happens in that movie but us right now recording this we don't know do you guys know I unfortunately do not know. We don't know. I, I do. I do know. Anthony, no. Anthony has seen the future. He's, I'm already in 2022. He is. He's. I forget. <laughs> you know, you took like, a bite of that licorice pizza and you just saw the world. Ugh. I know it sounds. It sounds. Yeah, weird, it doesn't right? sound good. Uh, so make sure whatever reviews are out now on the movie podcast feed, our Hawkeye reviews, our Always Sunny in Philadelphia reviews, uh, or whatever reviews are out, make sure you give them a listen. Uh, we're also doing some giveaways right now on the movie podcast feed. Maybe they're wrapped up by the time you're listening to this. So who knows? We are in uncharted territories here, but it's the holidays. Nothing matters. Time does not matter. Uh, but what does matter is that Licorice Pizza is directed by Ta Paul Thomas Anderson, and it stars Alana Haim, Cooper Hoffman, Sean Penn, Tom Waits, Bradley Cooper, and Benny Safdie. Licorice Pizza is out now in the United States of America if you want to watch it in theaters, and releases in Canada in theaters December 24th. And I want to say, as always, thank you to our friends at Universal for inviting us to watch this movie for review. Now, Shay, I would love it if you could give us a synopsis of the film. Licorice Pizza is a story of Alana Kane and Gary Valentine growing up, running around, and falling in love in the San Fernando Valley in 1973. Written and directed by Paul Thomas Anderson, the film tracks the treacherous navigation of first love. I love it. Now, Anthony, please start us off with your first reaction to Licorice Pizza. I love this film. 
There we go. Thank you so much for listening and to the movie podcast review. Uh, I'm so glad you do, and I, I want you to tell us why. Um, I love this film from the beginning of the movie, like right from that first opening <laughs> sequence. <I will>. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> a weird way to say that. I'll be honest. From the opening sequence of this film, when I sat down, I I fell in love with the two characters. I just the chemistry and the dialogue that was given to us on screen was fantastic. So, um, Alana and Gary. They just their their chemistry together throughout this film is absolutely amazing, and you just can't like you just can't not watch it because it's so unique. And the stories that happen around their characters and their 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 we'll say their their blooming relationship is absolutely crazy, wild. It is. They have the most spontaneous events happen in their lives at the most randomest time in this film. You will never expect that they were put in these situations. It's it's so it's not your typical movie where it's this love story where it really focuses on love. It is a love story that focuses on the environment that they're in and encompassing that. What, what year is it? Nineteen seventy. I think it's a late seventies. Nineteen seventy three. Early seventies. And and taking that into consideration with their characters. And they're they're how they're blooming in their relationship. Right. It is absolutely fantastic. This movie was so well done. It gave me, um, you just gave me the old uh, Paul Thomas Anderson vibes from like Boogie, Boogie Nights, Nights because yeah. Because it it's through that period, but it's just everything seems so simple, but also so complicated. And I loved, I loved this film from beginning to end. I'm right there. Right, I'm right there with you, Anthony. Honestly, like from the beginning of this film to the end of this film, as you said at the top of your first reaction, um, you're you're falling in love with Gary and Alana in this film. I think this movie just starts you off right away with the meeting, and you fall in love immediately with both how their characters act with one another, who they are outside of each other's company, and the situations like you said, Anthony, that they get themselves in. You know, Gary is very much a charmer. He's 15 years old. He's that always trying to, to to do a hustle an entre- entrepreneur also always trying to find his hustle what he's going to be doing right mm-hmm. and it's so fun to watch him partner against somebody who is tw- playing a 25 year old who's there's a 10 year gap between them and yes there's like oh there's a there's chemistry between them but this movie is not about that and when it finally kind of gets towards that it's very much earned even though yes it is a major age gap don't we're like we're not not going to not acknowledge that because it's definitely strange. Um, but the way this movie handles it, it's not about them being in a relationship. It's not about like forbidden love or anything like that. It's about the time that they're in and these situations they get themselves in. And what a story, what a cast. This reminds me so much of like David O. Russell, like American Hustle and like Tarantino as well too. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like, this is a, a great film. This would be a great pairing once, once upon a time in Hollywood. But Shay, I want you to jump in here, please. Yeah, no, this movie was absolutely just, breathtaking i think the best way i can describe this movie is charming there's a sense of wonderment throughout the whole film and i got vibes of everything that you know came from the amblin era of steven spielberg even sometimes where you felt that that love and connection almost akin to like et or even super eight at some points only because the story is being told so beautifully and there's such an attention to detail of that time period cooper hoffman is so damn good he's so damn good in this movie and he has so many moments just like his father but Alana Haim was the absolute sellout uh, not sellout standout no, standout yeah she's standout. a standout she's, she's not a sellout not a sellout no, she's no, no, no. a standout because she was just 
the every time she'd yell or say something, I was I I didn't believe she was acting. I just I felt like it was just her. It was just there was there was such a like a natural chemistry of what right. was going on. It never felt like you're saying shit. It never felt like it was being performed. No. It just felt like these are real characters and I'm hanging out with these people right yeah. now. Right. I totally felt like I was there with them, just kind of witnessing their life, their story and everything. And I think anytime that, you know, you're introduced to another character or another big named actor in this movie, they have their own set scenes that occur throughout this film, almost like little stories within the story almost like an anthology and when those stories occur it's it's so beautiful because it just brings up their story even further right and i loved seeing that you know you you talk about bradley cooper who's in the movie for a certain amount of period but steals it absolutely steals that moment then you have sean penn who kills it as well benny safty absolutely kills it we have a lot of different characters who kind of come in for their own little vignettes within this movie yeah um like you're saying and each one of them is like, oh my god, this is an amazing scene. Yeah. The the audition scene, right, where we see um, Maya Rudolph. Yeah, Maya Rudolph. And when we see, uh, sorry, um, uh, Hannah. Sorry, what's her name? I'm blanking on her name now. The main character in the movie, oh, Alana. Alana. That's it. When she's like going to like to meet with a yes, yes, uh, uh, for an interview, like to be an actor and stuff. Like those, there's little moments in this movie that you just fall in love with. Yeah. And then this film is also just set to be uh, scored to an incredible soundtrack from like bands from the 70s like you're getting like paul mccartney you're getting the doors you're getting like even bing crosby's in there and nina simone like there's an amazing soundtrack that every song that played i'm like oh my god like it just keeps getting better and better and better and every with every scene i'm like i think i love this movie and that's the best feeling when you're watching something you're like i'm falling in love with this movie yeah yeah i think for me the 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 only i guess maybe downside i'll say is that the, the last maybe 20 minutes of this film uh, seem to drag on a little bit. They it, it definitely gets a little bit slower. It doesn't ruin the movie at all or like take anything away from it. For but sure. when the pacing of the film in the beginning is so damn good and it's just flying by, it takes a bit of a pause to kind of let these two characters not be together for a bit, which I understand in the storytelling atmosphere, you need to kind of give them some space. And then when they finally get back together, it picks right up. So there's just maybe about 10 minutes of this movie where I'm like, okay, it's a little slow. Let's kind of get to the point. But beyond that, it's phenomenal. Something I really want to do on our show, um, most likely in the new year, because there's a lot of stuff happening in December. Um, Obviously, we're going to do our top 10 or our top movies of the year. But I would love to do a top scenes of the year. Because there's been a lot of movies this year that maybe overall aren't our favorites, but they're standout scenes. This movie, luckily, is both, I think, going to be in my favorites and standout scenes where there's a, a sequence. The whole the whole time with Bradley Cooper, I'll say. I don't want to give anything away. Yeah. Involves a truck. And I think that's some of the most fun I've had in a movie theater this year is just watching that scene and me just having the dumbest smile on my face. It was great. What a simple scene that was, but yet it stole the show. Yeah. Yeah. Any other scenes, Anthony, that stood out to you? Or even, like, if you want to talk to the truck scene? Uh, No, I... I, that would probably be my favorite scene of the movie. Yeah. I um I enjoyed I like I said this movie's very spontaneous. So you'll be thrown into a scene so randomly that you just didn't expect it. There are scenes that are involved police officers to um waterbeds. Waterbeds. Yeah. It's pinball machines, politics, everything. Yeah, it's so well done. And again, it's it is this love story, but it's the environment, it's the time period. Um it's like almost like it's like American Graffiti meets like yes, uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. It's yeah, like, definitely it, got it, those vibes. Yeah, yeah. and I, I think Paul Paul Thomas Anderson took that as as um, a source yeah. for him uh, or inspiration. But yeah, like man, I'm 
I really liked it. I really liked it. Yes, I, I would say it was a little long at the end. Compared to all the other sequences in the film, that one, the, the ending piece... Yeah, that last 20 slowest. minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was expecting it to be a little bit quicker yeah. to wrap up. Yeah. But, um, man, really good. Yeah. Really good. It, it's funny because I, I feel like, you know, we've been talking for about 12 minutes. You're listening to this review. Um, when we really love something, it's, it's almost harder to talk about it sometimes. Because you don't want to give it away either. Right. We just literally spend 12 minutes praising it rather than, like, dissecting every scene of it, right? Yeah. And, and, and I think at the end of the day, like, if you're – and I just want to speak um, candidly here – I'm not a huge PTA fan. What? Yeah. I mean, you know, we watched uh, Phantom Thread and right. we weren't. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, like, it's it's funny to see that this is the same director. Right. Right. Like, this this is why. Not in this, terms of quality, obviously. But no, no. In terms and, of and, and, and he makes great style. films. It's just a lot of them don't connect with me. So watching this, I was like, fuck, man. I'm so glad. I'm so glad this movie really spoke to me and I really got it. Yeah. I really loved it. Mm-hmm. I think I think a lot of people are going to like this movie. I think it's a great movie that just shows you know childhood and wonderment and just one of those first loves that yeah. you have. Yeah. Very much a coming of age movie, right? Yeah. And it's very much a very different coming of age movies. This feels like the type of film that years from now people will have posters of it on their wall. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it yeah. has the, the whole name of it. Thank God they changed the name from Soggy Bottom. Yeah. It, Licorice Pizza just sounds like, like it stands out. That's strike. That's a striking name. Even you the cast I mean? not being, like, we do have large actors in this film, but, like, just your main cast. Yeah. But in, in supporting roles. In the supporting roles, yeah. even the supporting cast, other than the main, we'll say, actors or big known names, they're so, they're picked so well yeah and they complement each other so well um and to think this is cooper hoffman's first acting role it's like he was acting all his life it's so wild to watch that opening sequence of him and his charm it's like this guy this kid's never acted before other than this movie so you just you just see his father's legacy or you see his father in him and he like him trying to Take that out and and be, um, we'll say the next generation of that that surname. Yeah, it gave us that 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 vibe that we talked about before of of James Gandolfini's son, Michael Gandolfini. Right, one hundred. Very very similar, you know, both very similar tra- trajectory. And I I do not believe this is the last time we're seeing Cooper Hoffman. He he's going to have a phenomenal career. I'm I'm curious. What do you guys think with this with this film? And awards next year. Are you seeing this pop up in a bunch of different categories? Are you seeing this as best picture? Where's your Where's your mind space with this? For me, I think it will be nominated for best picture, best original screenplay for sure, um, best actress, and maybe best actor. Yeah, I definitely best original screenplay and best actress. Tough competition with Scorpion, but I definitely think it's possible. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Uh, <laughs> best actor Scorpion. Man. Best actor Scorpion. Best, That's nice. a deep cut joke from this year. Yeah. Um, also, yeah, you, I, I think weirdly enough, like I, I could picture us waking up on Oscar nomination morning, and be like, "Wow, Bradley Cooper was nominated for his like best six supporting. best supporting actor for that six minute scene or five minute scene, whenever he was in." Yeah. Shay, how about you? Yeah, I, I totally believe it. I, I see best picture. I see best screenplay, best director. I see all that kind of nomination wise coming in. So uh, curious where it actually does land but i already know right now it's winning a bunch of preliminary awards that are occurring right now like right. national film board reviewers etc cetera, etc cetera. so 
Yeah, it's going to do great. Now, let's get to the only awards that really matter, our final recommendations. The movie podcast the recommendation movie, award. The movie, exactly that. Yeah. Uh, who would like to start us off? Who wants to I'll take start. a bite of licorice pizza first? Let's go to Anthony. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Go watch it. Enjoy it. I think it's uh, a def- it's definitely a movie to, to see um, wherever you can see it. If you can watch it in theaters, watch it in theaters. I don't know if it's not going to be a home release. I think PTA... I think this movie was shot on film and it was shown on film today yeah, as well, too. He, yeah, he's very adamant for you to watch it in theaters. So I'm just go watch it in theaters, wherever you are. If you're in the States, you already have it. Here in Canada, we're going to wait a month for some reason. I don't know why. It's very strange, yeah. So uh, apologies for, you know, our, you know, sometimes our review embargoes are a little different from what we'll see in the States, but our review's coming a bit later for this, but definitely, yeah. Go what watch Andrew it. Said. Go watch it. Shay, how about yourself? Watch it. Just watch it with your eyes open. And your ears, <laughs> and your ears hearing. I like it. And your fingers feeling. Feeling. I'm gonna everything. stop talking. Because, I'm gonna, but I want you to watch it. Okay, we want you to watch. Uh, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go three for three here. This is the easiest, one of the easiest watches of the year. I absolutely adore this film. You know, take a big bite out of this movie because you're gonna enjoy it a lot. Thank you so much for listening to the Movie Podcast Review of Licorice Pizza. Don't forget, you can catch a brand new episode of the Movie Podcast every single Monday. And watch out throughout the week for review episodes just like this one and all the latest movies and series. Make sure you're following us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd at the Movie Podcast. Check out our show notes for all of those links and more. That was this time with the Movie Podcast, and we'll see you next. 